Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Where To From Here, the place where we empower, equip, and edify you as you navigate through life. I am your host, Coach Jay, and I'm so excited to have you joining us today on another one of our podcast episodes where we are actually discussing the importance of separation or the importance of taking moments where you are separating yourself and if you've been following us on instagram and then on facebook you would have realized that we've just been sharing snippets on this upcoming podcast where we've just uh, been uh, pushing these words of disconnecting to connect right and that's what we are actually speaking about today but before we dive in i would want to to just read out the definition of separation and according to the Oxford uh, language dictionary it reads as follows uh, separation is the action or state of moving or being moved apart disconnected detached from a thing or a person right and i think it, it's 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 self-explanatory there's no need for me to actually dive into it even deeper to explain the direction that we are going here and had you followed us on on facebook or if you actually did you would see that we we actually asked a question to say that um we are so into this cycle of doing cycle of business cycle of 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 people's opinions, of people's perspective, of people's projections, of us um, listening to media, being on social media, listening to the news, listening to all of these voices that are saying, you should do this, you should do that, you shouldn't do this, you should actually be doing that, right? That now and again, it's important for us to take times of separation to get our souls right, to connect with God, to reflect on life, to reflect on ourselves, to regain a perspective and a clarity pertaining to things that we do and why we do what we do, right? And I actually uh, shared some questions for you to say, um, when was the last time you actually took that moment and, and wanted to sit back, step back and reflect on your life, reflect on why it is that you do what you do. And I gave a, an example of, of Jesus where we would see him in as busy as he was. He would always find instances where he's separating himself to go up into the mountain. And it would be very early in the morning. It will also be late at night, right? And throughout the entire day as he's doing his work, he would be God conscious, right? He would always be retreating to his safe place, retreating to his source because he understood that it is God who strengthens him. It is God who gives him wisdom, who, who grants him the ability to do all the work that he was doing. And mind you, when Jesus was here, he was here as an individual. So he was not different from you and I, except for the fact that he was the Messiah. The pain that we feel, he also felt. The struggle that we faced, he also faced. The only difference is that he didn't fail in those instances because he laid down the example of separating yourself and don't get me wrong yes we do separate ourselves for fasting for consecration but that is a different um separation altogether the separation that i'm talking about today is more of a lifestyle it's more of a lifestyle of tuning in 
and allowing yourself to hear what God is saying, what God is instructing, what God is leading you into throughout your day. Because at the end of the day, when we step into the day, it is God who knows what the day has in store for us. It is God who knows what it is that we will experience throughout the day and what is ahead, right? So it would just make sense for us to inquire of him in every aspect of life. And I wanted us to... to just read out the importance of these moments. Um, from a spiritual perspective and from a perspective of you as an individual, what you would then gain by doing this. And I wrote that the first thing that it not only allows moments of, of continual prayer, but it also assists you in hearing the voice of God for yourself, in obtaining clarity on what is actually matters, right? When you reflect, right? And then it removes you from the noise and the voices of the world and allows you to center your mind and spirit so that you can be aligned with what the spirit of God is saying and where the Lord is then leading you, right? It gives you an opportunity to ponder on eternity, to learn the lessons that God wants you to learn from his word, right? It helps you see the value of a moment because you then are able to lean into and be present at any given time, right? Because we... We are in this um, culture of moving on to the next thing. We, we seek something when we receive it automatically, we move, we move, we move. Even with our goals, even with businesses, even with, with each and every aspect of life, we move without actually soaking in the moments, assessing what it is that I'm supposed to learn at this moment. What is it that I'm not seeing in this moment, right? But we need to make that a habit. And the other thing I would say that um, these moments of separation helps you to regain perspective and clarity on your life, right? On where you need to go, what you need to do, why you need to do it, and how it is that you ought to do it, right? But also on, on your current behaviors as an individual, why is it that you react the way that you do to certain things, why you do what you do and why you do it that way, right? What is it that is the perspective that you are carrying pertaining to a thing and why do you have that perspective? Because remember, as human beings, we've got filters and those filters are determined by our experiences in life. So we, we need to consciously be aware of these things and always want to understand why you do things the way you do. And you can only regain that voice and regain an understanding of who you truly are by reflecting. And another thing I would say that prioritizing such moments gives you freedom to be yourself without judgment, without someone else imposing their expectation of you, without someone saying you need to be this and not that, right? It allows you that freedom to be yourself. It allows you that freedom to be true to yourself without conforming to the voices that are around you, right? Hence, I advise that you, you make this a daily habit so that you can find your voice, your own voice, not a voice that is uh, projected by someone else or that is because of what someone else said that you should be, but because that's who you are authentically. And if you have noticed in this podcast, we, we, we want you to embrace as way too familiar, we want you to embrace being who you are authentically because there is no other important version of you that you can live out if not that. And that's the only thing that you are here to do and live out on your life. 
you as authentic as you are. And I know you may be asking yourself, okay, I hear you saying all of this thing, but how does this look like? You know, how do I then incorporate this into my day? And for me, I would say that you choose the flexibility of how you want to be. Um, on Tuesday, I shared how it may look like throughout the day. You taking that five minutes time away to go into a boardroom, to go into the car, probably at lunch, right? To go into your car, to go into a bathroom stall, to go to the park, right? And to just sit and ask these questions and invite the Spirit of God to be there with you, the presence of God to be there with you as you unpack these things so that you are able to receive every download that the Lord would then give you, right? Any instruction that would come, any scripture verse that would come, any any information that can come from the Lord so that you can gain clarity. But even aside from getting the clarity from the Lord, getting clarity and answers from yourself, uh, reflecting on yourself to say, but Jay, why, why does this bother you so much, right? When did you start feeling like this, you know? Um, and you normally would find the root cause of it. And if you can't find the root cause of it, then that's another prayer point where you can say, Lord, I don't know the root cause of this thing, but I know that I don't like it or I know that I like it, but I'm not sure if I should be moving forward with this and I need you to, to just set me straight and align me to where I need to go at any given time, right? And I would say that um, it's up to you. It's up to you. And if you are finding yourself saying, oh my gosh, no, I have a lot on my plate and I don't have time to be having those five minutes snippets, I would say to you, try it. The truth is we like saying we don't have time for things that we do not value. But everything that we value and everything that we see of a priority, no matter how busy we may be, we always make time for such moments. So I would encourage you to try it once. You will see that as you begin to prioritize it and begin to be intentional about it, your five minute will turn into a 10 minute, right? And one day you would realize that, wow, I'm actually enjoying these moments. They give me peace. Um, they give me stability in the sense of my mindset, in the sense of my emotions. I'm not easily swayed. I'm not easily angered. There's the peace of God and the rest of God in me right? You would see that growing to then become 30 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour, according to how you can then incorporate it, right? And remember, even in these moments, it's not moments of you being alone. In every moment of your life, God said that I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. So those moments are times that you are with God still. Uh, from your devotional in the morning, you are just reconnecting with him. Though I encourage people being prayerful throughout the day, throughout your work, throughout being prayerful in your spirit or in your heart, uh, but you need to still be intentional about spending those times listening in right? And allowing the presence of God to heal you, allowing the presence of God to, to make you feel his love, make you feel his rest, his peace, um, re rejuvenating you, empowering you, removing the fog of confusion and giving you clarity, right? And asking God questions, you know, and you'll be surprised that when you ask him questions, he will then answer you, right? When you ask questions that are difficult to you, he will then show you and give you clarity in any given state of time. And one thing that I need to caution you about is that 
taking these moments of, of being quiet before the Lord, of, of separating yourself from the noises of the world and anchoring to your source, there will be difficulties in keeping your mind quiet because your mind, remember, like anything else, it's a, it's a thing of habit, right? And because it's so filled with, with, with noise, your first moments of trying this, you would feel like they are not productive. But keep trying and doing them. If anything pops up, per se, if it's an activity that you were meant to do, a to-do list and so forth, go with your journal and write down everything that comes out of your mind. Write it down. Then from there, write down all of these um, floating thoughts that come by. You'd be surprised what comes through your mind. Eh? And it helps you to actually keep track of the things that are floating in your head and you will realize how much you need to be separate from all of these voices in this world because hey it's rough out here and just write it down just write it down i am an advocate of journaling write it down if you've got a list write that list to say i still have to do 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 and your mind would would then move away from that thing because you have written it down and those floating thoughts write them down and ask yourself questions about them to say but why did this thought just cross my mind right and you will be able to see your thoughts you would be able to see god's thoughts you will be able to see the thoughts of the enemy and the thoughts of the world and the world's voice and and input onto who you are you will begin to see them and gain clarity as you do that and and it would just help you a lot, right? And understand one thing that God honors every moment that is spent with him. He will not uh, become a no-show, right? And yes, because he's constantly there and you are not used to, to experiencing him in that way, you would feel like he's not there. But as you do it and you do it and you do it, God will show up. He will give you seeds. You know, seeds that lead you to want to spend more time with him. Seeds that give you clarity and you see, oh, wow, actually God is speaking to me. Actually, wow, God is showing me this. Actually, God is giving me wisdom and insight. Wow, he said I needed to do this with my work. I did it. And, you know, it gives you that joy that is in the Lord. And you experience the joy of your salvation, which is in God, right? And I know to some of you, this, uh, you may not even be wanting to hear it because you've not had that relationship with God. Or you may find yourself upset at God because there was an instance where you expected him to show up, but it appeared that he didn't, right? I'm not going to nullify those emotions. And I'm not going to say uh, you are wrong by having them. I'm just encouraging you to say, even in those moments, God wants you to come as you are and to share those feelings with him so that he can then heal you and give you a new perspective and show you where he was, where you felt he failed you and realign you to things that you, you, you saw skewed, right? So that you can attain clarity and wisdom and be able to head on your way. We need these moments, regardless of of what you may think. You may think that you are okay until you actually spend time alone quiet without anyone without your phone without whatsapp without instagram and you realize wow i am actually a mess for productivity's sake and if you want to also go after the will of god in your life if you want to go after your purpose and fulfill it and actually achieve your destiny and live it out you are going to need these moments 
And for you to achieve them well, you need to learn to be intentional. You need to learn to prioritize. You need to learn to do what it is that matters, right? And I hope this has really benefited you well now it's story time i am about to share my experience in prioritizing these moments the lessons that i learned right and then i would share some biblical references so for me how this started was um, me during my devotional times i would wake up in the morning and i would normally set aside an hour where i would be spending time with god and i realized that uh, i those that hour that I was spending with God was not enough for me. That's how I felt. And I felt like I was spending those times doing more than being where, yes, I, I wanted to pray for people. And it, this was coming from my heart. I wanted to pray for people. So the entire 30 minutes, it would be me praying. It would be me prophesying. It will be me uh interceding for others it would be me declaring the will of god and and all of that then from there it would be me worshiping then it would be me reading the word and only left like 10 minutes of me actually listening and asking god about the word and asking god what he he had to say from the word that i was reading and all of a sudden the time is up and i need to quickly rush to work and when i get to work I would pray in the car, go into the office. But I realized I was not experiencing the rest of God. It was like I'm constantly rushing to the next thing, moving to the next thing, right? And I then had to take that moment to say, no, man, I need to practice how it is uh, to be with God throughout the day. So I then started, I would, as I work, if someone comes to thought or a thing comes to uh, to my mind, I would then pray about it in my heart as I, I am in the office. And obviously in our office, we had the luxury of, of being able to wear your headsets and listen to music or listen to sermons and things like that. So I wanted to feed myself the word of God, right? And I realized then there was moments of, of frustration because when you work with other people you will get frustrated you will get agitated there will be times where you don't have the solution and you are expected to come with the solution and i then said every time my lunch time i would take 30 minutes to be with god and say lord speak to me whatever that you desire or ask god questions and all of that then take the remainder of the 30 minutes and eat lunch and go to the office but I realized that I enjoyed them. I attained so much clarity on things. I would ask God questions and he would give me uh, how this podcast was birthed, how where to from here itself was birthed. It's through those moments of me uh, intentionally inviting God into my day. And I can't explain how many things uh, pertaining to my work that I've asked him that he would advise me and I would do it. Um, there was a time where I was writing a, a cover letter for a job and it was effortless to write that cover letter because I had asked God to help me in it, right? And in those moments, I learned how to manage my thought patterns. I'm still learning. I have not mastered it. Sometimes I feel like I have, I've gone back, but Whenever I invite him, he assists. It helped me to be more stable in my emotions in the sense of not overreacting on things, not being quick to react, but processing, 
you know and i learned that it is it, it it's 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 not a bad thing for you not to have the answer in in that instant moment that it's okay to say to a person you know what i don't know i will reflect on it and i will come back to you you know and i learned that i don't have to say yes to everything you know that no on itself it's it's a sentence you know and i need to embrace my no because with every yes that meant me being in that cycle of busyness again and i had to ask myself why am i saying yes do i actually have the time will i be effective in that you know and it helped me a lot it helped me a lot to to a point where i would say even with content for where to from here i'm able to separate myself and this is something that he then said that i needed to do a personal instruction to say separate yourself i will guide you in the way that you ought to go and i will lead you and i will teach you you know and i had to lean in and allow him to teach me and give me ideas and brainstorm ideas and it removes the fear out of things it removes the uncertainty out of things and it gives you that that opportunity to embrace it because you know it is god who said you know that he's aware of it you are no you know that you are not outside of his will and if you are you know that he will guide you back in you know and it helped me so i'm encouraging you to to do it i'm encouraging you to take the time to do it and i've got a few scriptures here about resting in God and Matthew 11:28 to 29 says come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls as you can see here he encourages us in our busy schedules in our, our being weighed down by work weighed down by deadlines to come and find rest in him you know to come and and learn from him because he has an input into it right and the second one Hebrews 4:9 to 11 reads as follows There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God for anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their work just as God did from his let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience Do you see that God also rested from his work we need to rest and it may be something different from everyone uh, it's different on how people practice the sabbath some would practice it on a sunday but it doesn't really need to be on a sunday and psalm 169 says that therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices my body also will rest secure in the lord right and another one would be Matthew 14 uh 22 to 23 immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead him of the other side while he dismissed the crowd right he was busy with ministry and there was a crowd then he said his disciples should go into a boat and he dismissed the crowd but after he had dismissed them he went up on a mountain by himself to pray later that night he was there alone so he went up to that mountain to pray later that night and he was there alone even in the midst of all of that work 
He found an instance where he could separate himself to be with God. And then Luke 6, 12 to 13 says, One of those days Jesus went out on a mountain to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called to his disciples and chose 12 of them, whom he also designated apostles. Right Now here we see that Jesus went forth to pray to God, ask clarity pertaining to the people that he should appoint as his disciples, right? And he went there, separated himself to get clarity from God, inquiring, getting wisdom. When he then came back, he then chose 12 of them and appointed them as apostles, right? So even Jesus did it. So if any example in, in that we ought to follow, is the one of Jesus, right? And then I feel like Psalm 23 also on its own. Um, it's a it's a psalm that you can take into that moment of separation and read it. Um, because when we look at uh, verse number two, it says that he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. And number three, he says, he refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. So when you find yourself distraught, when you find yourself busy, when you find yourself caught in these cycles, you need to remember that God makes you lie down in green pastures. He leads you beside quiet waters, still quiet waters, so that your body, your spirit may be in a moment of rest, right? He refreshes your soul and he guides you along the right path, which is him giving you insight, right? So these are all the, the biblical references that you can take up and read on your own and ponder on this concept and see if it's worth you pursuing or not. And until we meet again, I hope this benefited you so much. Um, ciao.